every objection you get, you create yourself. Hey there, I'm Eric Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. What's happening? It's Eric J. Olson. So we have these live interviews with other entrepreneurs that we broadcast on social media every once in a while. You can check it out by going to any of my social media accounts at I am Eric J. Olson. Well, I just got done interviewing Jody Flynn, who runs an organization called Women Taking the Lead. You can go to womentakingthelead.com. She works with women who have gained a, a position in senior leadership and they are struggling and they need help and she helps them. She's a coach, she's an author, she's a podcaster. And I was talking to her about lots of various things, but in particular, this clip I'm about to play you, it started off by us talking about micromanagers, but it went in a completely different place. And the place that it went to is that a lot of the problems that you find yourself having in life, and whether it's leadership or sales, you are the source of those problems. In sales, you are the source of the objections that you hear over and over and over again. Well, it turns out with micromanagers, it's the same way. There's a couple okay. of things that go on. You can't grow, right? Because if you're relying on yourself to do all the work, there's your time is finite, your energy is time finite, your resources are finite. So it inhibits growth. And also, yes, if you're that micromanager and you're on everybody and people learn and they adapt to that leadership style so that when you go away, they're not, the structure isn't there anymore. The attention isn't there anymore. It's almost, you know, I mean, people with good intentions who would be good workers under normal circumstances, they're now they're in a situation where the, you know, it's the whole thing, like the boss is away, the mice will play. I don't think people go into work with the intention of taking advantage of the boss, but when you're used to a certain work environment and you've adapted to that work environment, when, you know, that person who's leading the charge and telling you what what to do, you know, hour by hour or day by day is on vacation, you're kind of like, oh, it's hard to be productive, you know, under those circumstances. Yeah, it, it's exactly that. And, you know, for those leaders who are doing this, they're continuing to jump in. If ultimately you're only looking to produce a certain amount of results or achieve certain goals, I mean, that's fine, you know, but really, if you want to grow and expand and accomplish more and you have the team that can do it, you have to change your mentality around. I'm the one who can do this and I can move this fat, right? It's quick. It's easy. I've right. done it a million times. I can do it and it'll get done. Changing that mentality to my role is to develop other leaders so that someone could be me someday, right? You have to think about it that way. Like I need to replace myself. Yep. If I want to take get the next promotion or grow the business even more so that somebody can do what I'm doing right now and I can move on to a bigger role. What, what do you say to people when they hear that and, and they ask the question or conclude, well, but that's going to make me vulnerable if someone else can do my job. Mm -hmm. That's a limited mentality, right? That's coming from a place of lack and scarcity. You know, I was promoted five times within six years when I was in my corporate career. And I always came from the mentality of, I'm not going to get promoted until somebody can do the work that I do, right? You can't get promoted. And I've heard and I 
it hasn't happened within my teams, but I have overheard other leaders say, mm -hmm. I can't promote that person because nobody else can do their job. Nobody else knows what it is that they do. So you essentially back yourself into a corner. You are stuck where you are, right? So, you know, and honestly, Eric, there's a possibility that you could lose your job even if nobody else knows what you do, right? Like the, the markets change, businesses change. They get acquired and there are mergers, you know, yep. I eventually was outsourced in my corporate career. It happened to be right when I was starting my business, which was perfect, but my job was outsourced and I was a hard worker and I was really smart and I did a great job. It didn't make a difference because the company was now outsourcing all of that work to another company. They were, you know, even if I had been the only person who could do it within my company, it didn't matter because somebody at a different company was going to learn it really quickly and yep. they were going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. If you like this podcast and you know a lawyer who wants to grow their law firm practice, Tell them to check out ArrayLaw.com. Array Digital exclusively serves managing partners who want to aggressively grow their law firm. ArrayLaw.com.